It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie. You're genetically the leftover shit of our family. And Paula. Whatever you want to put up your butt, that's your business. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 67, pseudo-Father's Day episode. Ugh! Ugh! Ugh. Oh, what was that? Seems we have a, uh, we have someone among us. Why is it the instant that I hit record, my stupid screen decides to fall? Sorry. Can we start over? Because that sounded horrible. (sighs) No, Darryl, we're not starting over. It's not going to matter. I'm just nope. saying. Well, I'm Does- just saying the microphone sounded like an earthquake. Well, well, take your take your mouth off of it. Keep your mouth closed. This is a rock concert. <laughs> Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 67. We've already done our Uggs, as you may have heard, listeners. Producer Dub is in the house with us this evening. What, what? Hello, producer Dub. Hello. Yes, because it is the. Uh, unofficially the Father's Day episode. I don't know how much we're going to talk about Father's Day, but because we will be talking about it and because he is a father, we thought it would be nice to have him sit in with us a little bit to see if he can hang with the Uggs for one episode. We may ask him some fatherly type questions. Producer Dub is a very good dad, so we thought we'd bring him in to see if he had anything choice to say. We'll see. (laughs) Do you? I... I, I'm scared already. But. No, you're not. Okay, so let's go ahead and kick it off. Um, this last week was the Miss USA competition. Yes. And as you uh, and I know, it is one of our most favorite things to judge women that are on television. Well, <laughs> Usually the pageants, but also the Oscars. Anywhere, but um, on TV is good too. Specifically on television because it's easier for us to get a full view of what we're judging. Well, we don't feel as bad as the things we say if they're like particularly mean because you figure if they're on TV, they're kind of like just putting it out there. Yeah, if you're if you're willing to put it out there, then you can accept our judgment. Yeah, little people. Oh, I no, just cut that. it out. I don't even. As Victor said, he doesn't want the lollipop guild at the front door. Right. All right. Well, we won't talk about the little people What's anymore. Yes. Chapter let's move on. Let's move on from the dwarves. So, yes, the Miss USA um, pageant. Now, you and I and our other sister, Stephanie, for a time, decided to do the rundown on all of the women. Super disappointed. But what do you expect when you have freaking Rumor Willis as a judge? Right? I mean, either she's going to be like super good about judging and giving a lot of points because she's just envious like oh i wish i was pretty i really think she's pretty or she gives everyone like zeros or like a half because she's just like you're too pretty and i'm ugly and i hate you she really and what was she would thinking wearing white she's as pale as a ghost and she had pink hair when you look like that it doesn't matter hasn't she ever heard of a spray tan she's from la for god's sake she could have done something it just it wouldn't give herself a little color god she was so annoying lance bass was a man on his own island i mean he's always been pretty good at these um, pageants i think he's judged them before at least i think all the members of nsync have been a judge at one time or another on the pageant shows probably but he clearly you know he he has good taste yeah. you know he probably knows what he's doing and it was funny cuz you know you and I were kind of <laughs> making l- a joke about miss indiana where she looked like she ate bread with every meal yes she was a little bit 
fuller than she was uh, fuller in the stomach area and apparently unbeknownst to you and i uh the social media world was in an uproar over how they were so grateful there was a quote-unquote normal woman in the competition there was no nor- the- <laughs> even so she yeah, probably you know still she- weighs like 103 pounds that's not normal she's 5'8 and she's a size 4 that's not normal. That's not normal. It, but that think about what that means that those other galoots. I mean, they must be like in heels six two, and then they must weigh nothing. When they're during the swimwear competition, half mm-hmm. of them when they were walking away, like their butts were saggy because they like no, they didn't even nothing. have butt meat to put it into the thing. And so then finally, there was either Miss Georgia or um, Miss Wisconsin. I forget. Who came, you know, strolling out and they were sisters, not sisters, but like sisters. Sista. And so I'm like, finally an ass, you know, <laughs> Jeez. and even then she's probably around size two. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it just tells you if a size four girl looks thick, what does that mean? for? And of course, you know, poor Juliana Rancic, Skeletor. Oh, I mean, my God, God. I, poor her. I, there's, I don't feel bad for her. I mean, she, she just I don't. You know what I mean. Jamie, I, mean, I don't even know if she holds her own baby. Like, her arms must just snap. She's like a hollow bone chicken. If that Gollum guy in Lord of the Rings ever gets lucky, it's going to be with her. God, it's just... It's just... She's just so thin. And, I, you know, the whole, oh, I don't it's natural. It. This is just the way I am. I'm no. like, no, bullshit. That's not true. And, you know, the thing is, her husband's really handsome and good looking. So I don't understand. I'm just it. saying, how do you screw that? Like, how do you? I don't know. I mean, what if does they he do? do? Cup her elbow? I'm just like, how do you cup a feel on anything? I would be afraid she'd move her elbow and she would poke him like hard. He probably could never be on top. He, she'd be dust. Who knows? I, you know, I don't even pretend don't to understand. But I'm just saying, what kind of man can look at you know that thin, tiny, skinny of a woman and be aroused? If you are, it's almost like <laughs> sick. It's almost like. Like, it's not right. I like dying women. <laughs> right. I mean, Everybody likes on. to crack open a cold one every now and then. Right. <laughs> but you ruined Miss USA because you foolishly went on some social media site because we're West Coast and well, found out who the winner was when we were going through the top 10. I was so mad at you. Well, I could for, not believe it. For starters, I didn't know it wasn't live. I mean, I should have because it was, you know nine o'clock at night and they had filmed it in where louisiana or something like that yeah so i should have known that it wasn't live and i do this not just with this thing but i do it with everything i've done it with ufc i've done it with american idol i've done it with the olympics every time i'm just trying to look at something related it will automate and i go to google and i just type in something Mm. like you know with the miss usa i was just trying to find out who the people in the top 10 were because i only had eight written down don't ask me why i had them written down but i was just trying to like you were serious i was trying to keep track and so i only had eight names down i'm like okay who were the other two so i googled miss usa top 10 10 and then Mm. it automatically pulls up miss nevada one usa i'm like i i did not ask for that Damn it. Stephanie was pissed. She stopped And she playing. says, now everything you say is going to be Everything you say is compromised. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything, I swear. It doesn't matter. You, you ruined, ruined it. it. <laughs> you ruined it for everyone. Like, we're I know. so mad. I but was I was so just pissed because I'm like, that's not what I asked, Google. Like, <laughs> they should have someone who has that job to, like, really filter through things. Because, like, what if you yeah. want to kind of see some things, but you don't want to see, like, the spoiler? It's like you want to see Miss USA Top 10, no spoilers. I guess they probably think, like, Emmy 
common idiot wouldn't be Googling something like when it happens. But I'm like, some of us still like to do research and watch things at the same time without being told <laughs> yeah, how well, it ended. But anyway, Well, Miss Nevada won. I was underwhelmed. I'm like, whatever. But you know what? Miss Georgia had such an attitude. She was not winning. I love Jesus. Yeah, when she started with faith. that, I was just like, oh, And I'm like, okay, enough already. We don't need you. But I'm sure we'll see you on Fox News in a month. Fabulous. Yeah, really. She's going to be one of the desperate housewives of, you know, something. Atlanta. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Georgia. Uh, Atlanta, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. She was from Georgia. Okay, so <laughs> the band that was on there that night, Florida, Georgia Line, I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if they put Florida and Georgia next together in a line? <laughs> <laughs> Fat. Oh, yeah. Hysterical. I'm a dork. I love to create puns. Yes, you are very punny. So speaking of Miss USA, um, I think we've said all, all there is to say about it. But the other day, mom came over because I have a plum tree and we have like hundreds of plums. And so I said, mom, do you want some plums? She's like, yeah, I'll come and get some. So she came by. Yeah, she'd be like, I'll dry them and make prunes. Right? And <laughs> the Comcast person, of course, Daryl decided that we needed an upgrade on our Comcast boxes, which means now that I am unable to turn on our television. Oh, so and now you really can watch television me. with just a different box on the <sighs> bookshelf. I can't turn on the TV. I can't find anything. It makes me so angry that when he does this, he's like, oh, Comcast is coming today. Why? Why? Oh, we're updating. I'm updating the technology. What's wrong we're going to get the best stuff? of the best. Yeah, we're getting the best of the best now. This is it's all digital. It's voice activated and you can do all this stuff. So last night he's like on his on his using his phone app. Now there's an app that's attached to our cable boxes that he can use on his phone. So he goes, Comcast, show me baseball. <laughs> it's like Did it he work? goes, look, every single game popped up. We can watch any of the games we want. But does like, he oh, realize well, he's not the only user in the household? If I'm ever paralyzed and I have a voice activated headset, I will be sure to keep that in mind. I mean, I make no qualms about it. I am literally like one cell phone downgrade away from the jitterbug because I'm just so, <laughs> you know, technologically inept. So if something like that happened, I can guarantee half, what, half the time I'm here in the house and I'd just be walking around, the TV would keep turning on because I was probably talking to myself. <laughs> You know? Yes, absolutely. Well, so the Comcast guy shows up and he's a very nice guy. And mom and I are sitting on the couch in the front room talking because we want to stay out of the way while he's installing all of these space technology into the house. And Daryl, after everything was done, Daryl comes in and he's he's smiling. And my mom, mom and I look at him. We're like, what's so funny? And then, Tony, you, why don't you tell the story? Well, I walked in on him in the living room and he was installing the you know stuff like you said um but i walked in and he and he was by himself and he was laughing and i wasn't sure what he was laughing at so i said oh what's what's funny because it wasn't like he was on the phone or anything like that and so he said uh he goes sorry i'm eavesdropping because you guys were being talking kind of loud and really, really you were talking what a shock. shocker <laughs> i know you were talking about the Miss, the Miss USA pageant, how you guys were being judgy and all this kind of stuff. And he's literally cracking up in the other room. And I'm like, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty funny. That's, you know, my wife and, and her sister have a podcast, but this is what it's like. And, and this is why And we got into a big podcast discussion. But there were about two or three occasions where I caught him laughing yes. at what you guys were talking about. It was, it was kind of a live, ver- it was kind of like, I think maybe we should consider it your first live show. Wow. <laughs> maybe with the, with the Queen Ugg. With the Queen Ugg. So is yes. it possible that the Comcast guy is listening today with us? 
Unlikely because I forgot to tell him the name of the podcast. Way to go, but marketing director. That's exactly what I said. I go, why did you waste that opportunity? Why didn't you just say something? You All you had to say was two words. Ugly truth. We ended up having a lengthy conversation about how great Adam Carolla's podcast was. Yeah, way to be loyal. Way to, way to think about the group. Hey, we don't care if people listen to other podcasts. However, no. I will say our own producer, your husband, and mm-hmm. our marketing social media person, epic fail. You would think he would be thinking about us. You're fired. Hey, Hugs. Producer Dub here. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. Daryl and I had to go get our annual physicals on um, Tuesday. Oh, for your million-dollar life insurance policies? Yes. And, well, the insurance requires it. And at this point, you know, we're decrepit, so it's, like, important that we make sure that we stay healthy. It's just a matter of time before someone discovers, you know, a liver spot or cancer or something. Totally. So, for some reason, I was... Yeah, because you're such a picture of health. Yeah, really, Paula. Hey, we're talking about age here. I never declared. I, I just lamented to myself the other day. Do you know? You're, like genetic, you're genetically the leftover shit of our do family. You, do you know oh, how God. many? It's okay. I can handle it. Do you know how many text messages I've gotten today from Rite Aid? Like, I've gotten more text messages from Rite Aid's automated system than from people. Welcome to senior citizens. And then I got a call from the pharmacist and I told her that. I'm like, I've gotten more text messages from Rite Aid today than anyone. I'm like, I... I I'm so glad you guys care. <laughs> I'm glad somebody cares, She's right? Like, yeah. So anyway, are you going to pick up your prescription? Or- <laughs> it's like, anyway, do you have a ride? Yeah. Do you, do you need want a way me to, to get contact here? your doctor to see if you have a generic version? Because your copay would be $93. I'm like, Ugh. I know. Crazy. So for whatever reason, Daryl and I were a little more apprehensive this year. And I think it's because, you know, we're just... I I don't really know what it is. I just I was more apprehensive. Daryl was a little apprehensive, and we were just trying to get through the week to get to the doctor's office. And you know me and going to the doctor. I mean, I would rather go to Bakersfield for a weekend. Wow! Just be and glad do nothing. You don't have my body. You have no choice. You'd be going to the doctor all the time. Yeah, I hate it. And so it had been consuming me because I have anxiety, of course. Oh, and so it had been consuming me it's for a days. Physical. It's not even like you're going there with an ailment. I know, and but I was I was sure he was going to find something. So of course I get called first. So I go in and she's like, "Are we doing everything today?" I go, "Yep, you're doing the whole spiel." So she's like, "Okay, well, you need to take everything off, put on this this open this front opening vest. It's a crop vest of oh. a paper." Oh, I hate okay. that. Yeah, it's like putting on a paper napkin. It is, and then here, and then put this big, huge, like twin size bl- uh, paper blanket over your lap. And I'm I like, always okay, wrap no that thing around my waist. Like they usually make me right? unravel before they. They're like, okay, can we can we just loosen this a little bit so I can? I do the you know. very same thing. I'm I like, did why? The same why do you thing. need to see my body? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we're doing here? It's a toga now. So um, did, I did let all me of ask that. You this. Did you at least leave your socks on? I brought socks. <laughs> I always do. Whenever I have to do the female thing, I always wear socks in the stirrups. Okay, I'll be buck naked in a doctor's office, but I will have socks on. I did. In fact, we were walking out and I was like, oh, shoot. And I was going to I was gonna not do it. And then Daryl's like, what's up? And I'm like, there's a pair of little white booty socks <laughs> oh, on God. my bed. I need them. 
He's like, um, okay. So we ran and got them. Like, oh. Jeez, did you guys pack an overnight bag or anything else? No, it wasn't anything like that. Did you have water with you? And-, and you know what? What's the deal? I never know what to wear because it doesn't really matter because I had to take it all off anyway. Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't, you know what? Doctors probably have no idea of their patient's fashion sense because all they ever do is see them naked or, or <laughs> like whenever you go to the OBGYN, they, you know, if you have a nice top on, that's fine, but you're always naked at the waist. Doesn't that almost feel worse? Like, don't you feel like you should be totally naked instead of having just well, like, a top on but being buck naked at the bottom half. I was completely I was completely nude. I think except I'd for the paper that. things. I had the paper things on and my socks. I did I did decide to take off my necklace because it was one of those long necklaces and I thought, you know what, that might be a little too sensual for this. <laughs> right. So I removed it because it's a really like, cute necklace. What are you but trying it's long. to do? You don't want that dangling between your naked breasts. Right. And and that's exactly what it would have done. And I'm like, you know what? This is not a first date. Your I don't need to impress you. Your heart is racing a little bit, Mrs. Miner. Yeah. So, hold so, on. And this is going to be cold to the touch. Well, and all of a sudden, the nurse comes walking in. It's like the intro to a bad porn. Here's the deal. He's a small Asian man. Okay. So it's not like, like I said, there was any. A bad porn, Jamie. Oh, right. wait. <laughs> Wait, I'm still I'm still stuck on something. So Dr. What? Fong yes. is a small Asian guy. Yes. Okay. What's what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. I'm just wondering if everybody was able to understand that someone named Dr. Fong was in fact Asian. Just clearing it up cuz there's, you know, could be anything. Okay. So I'm sitting there. Of course, he's running late because he's got some jabberwocky mouth in the room next door asking a gajillion questions. No, I went first. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm really concerned just, about did my prostate. Poke you in the stomach? <laughs> no, it just made me laugh. <laughs> so, that was so funny. Pillsbury Doughboy. I got poked in the boob. Oh, okay, God. so anyway, I'm sitting there waiting naked. And it's taking forever. And the reason why I'm always worried about what to wear is because I don't want to create, like, heat. I don't want to be warm or anything when I take anything off because it's like I literally, if I could, I would shower, towel off, wear a robe, and get immediately on the table. So I'm super clean because I'm always afraid about odor of any kind. Well, right. I mean, it's just so uncomfortable. I mean, maybe I'm alone in this, but, you know, doing the whole female checkup is so – there's just so many – avenues in which it could go poorly you know so it's like you really want to be per- the perfect patient yeah, i mean there is not a fold that has gone uncleansed oh my god it almost looks like a model vagina like not a models but like you know like a plastic model it has to be just- pristine nothing out of place i'll even spray like a little perfume down there just to i did lotion i lo- i didn't lotion my vagina but i did lotion the inner thigh because well, i'm no, like because hey, the last you know. thing you want to do is have white creamy gunk down there and be like i think there <sighs> might be something going on down here. i don't really know what this sweet sun smelling thing right. that's is, happening it's uh alarming what is this what have you been eating pineapple so um anyway so he goes in We're doing the whole thing. You know, he checks everything. So I'm sitting there. Now, I had to wait for like 20 minutes for him to come in because of this some blowhard in the room next door. And it wasn't Daryl. And he comes and he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. We're running late. And it's like, oh, no problem. So he sits on the stool. Like, really? Fine. I'm cool sitting here naked and wrapped up in paper. paper. Paper mache. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sitting there and, I'm, you know, my legs are super tight. 
together and I'm sitting with my hands in my lap and then I kind of have them on the side. I'm fidgeting constantly in there because I'm nervous. So I've got the paper blanket wrapped around me and I've got my vest on and I'm kind of keeping it shut. Although I will say that my breasts look really nice in the vest because I have a nice cleavage. So it was okay. Just sounds drafty. So I'm sitting there and he's asking me all these questions about, so, you know, are you eating meat? And, you know, how often are you drinking alcohol? And, you know, all the typical questions. God. Well, just all the typical questions. And so we're talking about the female health part now. So I'm I'm answering, you know, and confirming that everything's the same. And he's he didn't look down for very long. He just kind of looked for a minute and for like a nanosecond. And then he was writing. And I looked down and I had pulled it so tight that I had ripped the blanket right down the center. <gasps> so my snatch is like <laughs> six inches away from his face while I'm talking about how much red meat I eat. It was the worst. Any tacos or... Uh- Oh my god, I was mortified. I was mortified. And as you can tell, my voice keeps going higher because I'm so, my face I How can feel is red. How did you not give yourself like at least a once over when you heard the little can I, I didn't hear it. That's the thing. I didn't hear oh, a thing. Small. Oh my god, I was so embarrassed. And so anyway, so we went on and did the, you know, did the whole physical. So when all was said and done, I'm healthy. Boobs are good. Nothing's known. Everything's great. He you know, I'm healthy. Everything's fine. Then Daryl went in and he did his thing. So when we were leaving, we always trade, like we always compare. Yeah. So hold on, Daryl. I want to ask you a couple of things. Um, Did you have to wear the vest and the blanket? Like, do you have to get naked? No. What? I know. Why not? He didn't even, what did you do? Did you have to at least Uh, get down to your underwear? No. About halfway through, about halfway through, I had to take my shirt off and that was just to check the lungs and everything like that. And then the only thing that got close was I had to drop I had to drop trout to about my knees for the 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 cough check and the uh, the other one. Did he cup Prostate. your balls? Yeah. Ah, ugh. was he wearing well, a what... glove? No, no, he <gasps> totally was not handing it with lotion. Come on, what? of course he was oh, wearing a glove. No. Jesus no. Christ! Well, I didn't... Hey, I don't have a I don't have a sack. I've never had a hernia check. How would I? Maybe they can't feel what they need to feel with the glove on. I didn't. I know. was so irritated when he told me that he didn't even have to take off his shoes. I like don't nothing. That. He's like, well, does it help that I had to be in the fetal position? I'm like, no, it doesn't help. You Are did? you kidding? For what? For the prostate check. <gasps> Ew! Did you like stick your butt up in the air? No, you're laying down. Oh, <laughs> I didn't I know that how they did that either. I was like imagining like. You had, like, in, like, the child's pose position. I love how he was like, so, yes, yeah, sorry, but I got to do this. Please. I, I would have traded you a million times over for what I went through. He stuck his finger in your anus? That's how it works. Anus? I, I had to get a rectal exam, too. Ooh! Because that's how they feel the back of the uterus. This might be a little too graphic for the show. I don't know, but... So he's sitting there and he goes, and the problem is because he's, you know, the last doctor I had had very long, like Arsenio Hall hands. And so the exams were easy, you know. ET, phone, home. It was so easy and it was no problem. Well, this, this doctor, this doctor, ouch. This doctor has small hands. And so he has to really work to get right? everything in there. And I'm laying there and my, my ass is literally get, pulling up off the off the table. And he's like, I know, I'm sorry, I'm almost done. And so he finds it. But the worst part is when he takes your, the finger out. 
That's the worst part. Why are you afraid he's going to pull some poop out or something? Well, it feels like you're going to the bathroom. It <laughs> you're feels like, like I you're just pooped out an Asian man's hand. <laughs> I know. And it feels like that, too. The most unsatisfying crap ever. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. That was our adventures in physical land. God. And we are very healthy. And we are set to live another year in health. Well, at least you health. guys go together. It's like the buddy system. <laughs> it really is. We literally, like, tap out. We like, we, we, like, tag in and tag out. Because it's just... It's really for for both of our benefits because I'm so incredibly anxious. I could literally... Like, my legs are like noodles. I'd probably not even make it into the examination room so it's it's better this way and of course you won't take anything before you go because you're afraid it's going to somehow alter the results well yeah and i don't want him to think i'm some kind of drug addict (laughs) so then we had to go down and do our blood work oh they saved the best for last well, I'm I have no problem with it, but we walked into the lab and the the lady that's done it to you know, done our blood work for the last couple of years, she looks like she's in management now. Oh. And so there's a new gal. So I could tell that she was new, she was young, and that doesn't really matter because if you're good, you're good. She wasn't good. And I sat <laughs> down and she stuck me and it burned really bad and I looked down and the needle is sticking straight up. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, I'm pretty sure this isn't how this works. <laughs> That's a little awkward. And she's like, oh, you have slow flowing blood. I'm like, I'm like um, I don't give a shit. I want you to hurry up. <laughs> I'm like, no. And I'm like, you know what? We're not doing this over. So let's just let's just let the blood flow slow and be done with it. Right. And then she she pulled it out and it burned like I mean, fucking hell, it burned. I'm like, okay, I've been getting my blood drawn for like my whole life. And this was one of the worst blood draws ever. And all I could think goes, oh, God, Daryl's got to come in here next. Because oh, he right. is so bad at the blood he thing. he doesn't like those mm. needles, Mm-mm. right? And blood. Yeah. Just the whole thing. It's just not. It's just not his deal. So when I come in to check on him and he's pull, she's pulling his blood and it's sticking straight up and down like a freaking sword <laughs> in, a, in, the, in the stone. Did his eyes and start I, crossing? He's like, he was, <laughs> let's just say this. He was laying diagonally. He was like leaning diagonally. Like he was as far away from his arm as he could be. What? Does that help? I mean. I think he was just trying to physically remove himself from the situation as much as possible. Because when it's, when it's so bad, you just, you just need to get out of there. You just want to get out of there. I mean, the whole thing literally takes like. 60 seconds up tops it's painful it hurt and she kept touching the fucking needle i'm like would you just don't touch it i can't stand it when they don't like they can't do the trade-off you know when you Mm -hmm. have to get multiple vials Mm -hmm. and they can't like intertwine them without jerking too hard on the needle oh she was terrible yeah we had two vials it It must have been the week of bad blood jaws because i also had to get some blood work done last week and I went to the main, like, medical center, which is in Sacramento, not, like, the local one that by my house. Right. And so I went to the clinic there, or the lab, and I've never been to that lab before. So I go into the walking area, and it's kind of attached to the hospital, so it's a little bit more clinical looking. Sure. So I walk in there, and there's no receptionist. There's just a sign that says, take a number. And I'm like, okay. And then on the screen, it's all ding. Now serving A69. And I was just oh, like, it's like oh. the DMV of blood draws. <laughs> Jamie, when I finally got my number called, it says, please go to section, or it says, please go to uh, area three. So I walk back into the door, and there's literally, it reminds me of like, like those little like partitions when you go to talk to like an inmate or something. 
Oh, God. So there's like a bunch of phlebotomists on the other side. And then there's like little chairs just for you to sit down with partitions. And so I see like, you know, window three. And so I sat down and I'm just like, wow, well, this is kind of weird because I'm like, I've never been like this. She's like, yeah, it's basically like the DMV of, you know, blood work. And I'm like, oh, you're kidding. And so when you said that, it was funny. And so it's like, oh, okay. But she seemed really nice. So I don't know why I somehow think just because someone has a good personality means they would know how to draw blood. Cause she no, did. They're, they're, they're overcompensating. She, she really didn't. I mean, oh God. I've had blood drawn more than probably I've ever had anything done mm-hmm. before in my life. And that hurt so bad. Oh. I was sitting there. And she's like, okay, just a little poke. And I'm like, a little poke my ass. Like, what are <laughs> You're you? filleting my, my vein. I'm like, I think that came out my elbow. And so she was switching the little thing. And you hear the little click. And then I'm like, please don't uh. jerk too hard. It's not that it's murderous. It's just pinching and uncomfortable. So yeah. by the time I was done, you know, they put the cotton ball in there. They wrap your arm. Well, I never bleed. I always just rip that thing off. Well, I had to leave it on there because I was bleeding. Oh, jeez. You know? And so, and my arm nice, was bruised the next day. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it definitely was the DMV of blood draws. I got treated yeah. like crap and it took forever. And <laughs> God. Jesus, so. Horrible. And I still don't have my results. So there you go. It's probably going to take another six months. Well, but... hopefully she did it right. I don't know. Who so knows? anyway, it is Father's Day weekend. Oh, and right, yeah. you're, we, we are dropping the show on Father's Day. Right. Which is why Daryl is with us. And is he so still we... there? Daryl? it's definitely not mother's day because mother's day is filled with brunches and champagne and flowers and i don't know it's it's the greatest two hours of the year yeah well for some maybe it's longer (laughs) when you get old it seems to last longer but um when you're when you're actually mothering people when they're children yeah it it doesn't last very long but father's day is a little bit different it's more you know, no one takes it as seriously. They really don't. I mean, it. You know, the kids do it for about a minute, but you know, guys. Let's be honest. They don't have a lot of a. They don't have a lot of an attention span for these types of things anyway. Any holiday, unless they're eating, so or Super Bowl or or World Series. You know, those holidays. But other than that, you know, Father's Day is more like thanks for uh, knocking up my mom. You know, that's kind of what it is. It's like a Hallmark card. <laughs> thanks for knocking up my mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Father's Day to me, it's just so close to the coattails of mother's day and it's to me it's yeah. almost like you know the throwaway holiday. like well we did a day for moms i, I guess we should do one i guess for we dads. have to and what's worse in our house is that daryl's birthday is two weeks before father's day oh at least he's not one of those like christmas birthday kids where they try no. and combine it which i just you know what listen to me now people if you have a child near on or around christmas you must celebrate the birthday separately it's right. not fair to lump it in Unless they're Jesus. <laughs> Jamie. What? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think that that's true, actually, except until they get older, because I would just rather get a bigger present. Oh, you know what? I've heard that before. I don't know if that's true. Well, Maybe should, as you get older. And this is what I'm talking about. Aspire for more. You can still get a big present and a birthday present. Well, that's what well, I'm saying. And I don't know why you're drawing that comparison. Your birthday and Mother's Day are almost... The same day. But I don't celebrate my birthday. Oh, right. I forgot. I mean, so it's just Mother's Day. And I allow you to celebrate Mother's Day. I don't care about those things. I know. I I don't I see. I feel like Father's Day is actually more than Father's Day, probably because women tend to be a little bit more like sentimental and, Mm -hmm. and, and we're planners. And so 
Father's Day is kind of more of like a weekend kind of event. Like, well, mm-hmm. it's Father's Day weekend, you know, blah, blah, blah. Let dad do this. Let dad do that. And then when do you want your present? You want your present today at dinner? Or do you want it tomorrow morning? You know, and all these things are planned and whatnot. And, you know, women, Mother's Day, it's the last moment, you know, putting well, together exactly. coffee and cold, cold cereal. Running yeah, to it's the, true. You know, coming home with flowers with, you know, the, with the price tag from Rayleigh's on it. Father's Day does tend to be a little more of a production because the moms are in charge and they make the children deal with their decisions on gifts a week in advance. And so it it goes off without a hitch. Right? Yeah. And well, you know, so this weekend at some point, the kids and I will be sitting down to make the cards and do all the, you know, everything that you would planned for but I, apparently men just don't do with mother's day i don't really know well men are just too busy you know slaying the dragon and you know providing brushing for the family right <laughs> oh i guess that means something else so uh, producer deb is probably one of the best dads that i know True. and i would i think you could probably concur Absolutely. i mean i know some pretty good dads but i mean is but he's a he's probably one of the better dads that i know so we thought what have you learned, Dub, between the difference between raising baby Uggs and <laughs> other children? Because, I mean, the reality is, is that I know that I'm a handful and I'm, you know, me. And obviously, Polly, you know, you're a handful. And now we have small Uggs. And I don't know. I can't even fathom what it's like being a father to Uggs. I have no idea. Maybe that's why our dad moved to the other side of the country. He like got a whole new family and abandoned. <laughs> He's like, I, I just can't handle it anymore. You've taken the last life out of me. I've got to start fresh with non-Uggs. It makes, that makes sense. It does make sense, actually. It's why our mother's a shell of a woman. <laughs> well, I think I think the uh, the UG part really doesn't kick in till a little bit later. And so it's a little bit easier to you know know what's coming. I know for us, the kids, you know, were really little and, and, and Malia wasn't even, you know, born when we got married, obviously, but but we had three when we got married. And so raising them in that way was like, uh, you know, what did we call Mackenzie? She was a hornet, right? Yes, so she, she was the hornet. She definitely had these like really rambunctious childhood tendencies, but I don't know that the characteristics of the UG came out in her until a little bit later. And by then, I was a little bit more prepared. But it was dis- it was definitely different raising uh, Natalie, uh, you know, who by blood is not an UG, right, you yes. know, but uh, uh, then then it was Mackenzie, especially as they got you know past toddler into preteen and teen years, is very different. And and I also just three girls right generally speaking is i, I mean i very very outnumbered but you know a lot what, of estrogen in the house i was gonna say jamie messaged me the other day and she's just like poor daryl he we were all in the kitchen the the girls and i and then he was sitting in the middle and she says all of us girls are were on the rag and we were yelling at each other and all of a sudden he just started screaming he did what do you call what do we call that that uh, courtesy of Phil Dunphy is called the devil's trifecta. And in those cases, it, there's thoughts of uh, taking up the game of golf again, going fishing, no matter whether there's fish or not. Suicide. Um, just g- generally. <laughs> Light my hair on fire, run screaming. I just walked in the bathroom and I saw Daryl with a with a curling iron in his mouth. What was he doing? <laughs> Actually, you know what? There have been so many unfortunate moments for him where he'll come into me and he always does it in this hushed tone. It's never just normal speak because it's just so difficult there is a lot of pads in the <laughs> trash can. I, it's disgusting. Oh, can he? Oh, you don't dump those. 
Well, look, girls are just as messy as guys. And, you know, I'm not going to rat anybody out. It's not me. But I'm just saying, if he decides to dump all the garbage and there happens to be some, you know, situation in there, one of the bathrooms. stuck or it's so, like, compacted down, it's like, you know, a giant, dirty, bloody cotton ball. He just doesn't know what to do with it. He's like, I just... And I'm like, I'm really sorry. I will talk. I will talk to them. Yeah, just I will be talk glad to them. your dogs are outdoors. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. So you yes. nothing until you see your chihuahua come running down the hallway with a dirty pad in his mouth. Oh, my God. Yeah, but he's a boy. Or he's taking it to his crate like, you know, he's going to hide it. In oh, my God. You know what? My mouth is watering. Just shut all up right now. Right, oh, my God. Right. That is just gross. <laughs> it's just because I say it doesn't mean like. I, you know, enable it or accept it. <laughs> you condone Jeez. that behavior? No, I don't condone that kind of behavior. <laughs> Muttering something doesn't mean it's acceptance. So what have you learned? I mean, what, what, if, if you had to, okay, for example, there's a member of your family who will be uh, expecting a baby girl this fall. What is the number one piece of advice you would give as a father to this person? I think with girls, the goal is definitely to be that you want them to be daddy's girls, mm-hmm. if at all possible. It's much more enjoyable that way. But but not only that, the big and most important moment, because you can't love them enough as mm-hmm. a dad, right? But the, the big moment is when you know you've done it right is when they start talking about boys. To you? No, no, no. In general? You know, on the serious side, you want to set that example, right? You want them to like guys that are that have followed the example that oh, you've right, set. Okay. You know, but like how should a woman be treated, that sort okay. of thing. On the less serious side, you want to strike fear into that kid without saying a word. I think that that's, to me, if, if the daughter's like, listen, my dad is going to be hard on you. He's going to be judgmental. He's going to do all these things. And, and I think that what's because, Jamie, you and I have had this conversation many times where... It's funny that the guys are prepared by our daughters to be scared of me. Really? When, yes. When the reality is, is that lying in the weeds is you. The weeds? I'm not right? lying in any weeds. <laughs> I, what? As soon as I heard that, I was like slow motion. Like my brain telepathically was like, no. <laughs> like a laying in weeds? Be like, what am I, just a giant disgusting slug laying out in the yard? Like, I hate camping. Be of me. I'm not sleeping in any weeds. <laughs> God. I wash my hands ten times a day. It is so much easier to edit this show than it is to be on it. Not going to be any lying in the weeds. Of all things to say, you could have said lurking in the shadows or hiding, you know, or or slyly standing, waiting in the wings. That's how he views the little lady. She lies in the weeds. As I elegantly come down the stairs in her paper mache. <laughs> Vest. Let me ask you this. Did you steal a couple from the cabinet to use for later? No, I didn't. <laughs> hey, honey, want to play doctor? Oh, my God. Not what, <laughs> not what I endured. God, it was practically an assault. I don't, right? don't want to play like, that. I needed a pain pill after that rectal exam. Jesus, you know what? I really did. I could I could have used a couple Advil after that. Jeez. Maybe, so anyway, maybe it's like my favorite gourd. thing to do to be a good dad. <laughs> and I think the show is about over. And... <laughs> We should probably wrap well, it up. Well, I think your segment is, yeah. What, what, my segment? 
<laughs> is this you guys started this show but, but before we went on she goes well we thought we'd be nice to you for father's day by putting you on the show and now i'm starting to think i, I if it I might make that, the I, chopping that, block. that may have been more punishment than actual <laughs> nice happy father's day happy father's day <laughs> sucker well anyway happy father's day daryl thank you the only the only words of advice that i would give to any fathers is because we know girls so well first of all tears don't work on me jamie you cry at television commercials so do you no i don't Burning tear ducts does not constitute as crying. You cry at YouTube videos. Well, that's What was the one dumb thing? Oh, the the wedding where the the bride's dad had passed away, so... You got choked up, too, when you watched it. I didn't. I did not. I don't believe you. I know you don't. That's fine. And when that little woman tried to speak? (laughs) God. She said that she doesn't cry either. <laughs> she said she'd like to be the voice of Beaker in the next Muppet movie. <laughs> she probably could do that. Hey, I was going to wrap up this. Uh, oh, go mm-hmm. this Father's Day thing. I, I would probably say that the Father of the Bride, either version, the original or the Steve Martin version, is a pretty good representation of being a father of God, daughters. That must be exhausting. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty accurate. <laughs> Wow, well, because mothers are yeah. busy just doing, mothers are busy taking care of business. So dads are the ones that get to look back and reflect on, oh my God, you were just six, you were six pounds and now all of a sudden look at you, you're marrying and, and you know. And doing... by taking care of business, do you mean telling the father what to do? Because that's pretty much what that whole movie was. Well, Because that's... that's not, she didn't do anything. She just told him to do yeah, it. Yeah, and look, the children made it to adulthood. Shocker. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's the only way the children survive. A good leader is as only good as their people or something. So yeah, or, something. or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I know what you're Words trying to say. Words of wisdom by Paula. <laughs> <laughs> right. Deep thoughts by Jack Handy. I love that thing. And now, deep thoughts by Jack Handy. You know that moment when you're sitting there and you're picking a really hard booger out of your nose. It kind of punches the soft side, and it makes your eye duck tingle and burn oh you're God. thinking that was a really poor choice on my part <laughs> where did you get that i just made that up i don't know you did not I did you too. heard that from somewhere you must have heard that maybe from somewhere. maybe i speak from experience i'll never oh, tell you know what i'm getting like <sighs> jamie for god's uh, sakes what how do you what? exist in the world Sack up. You witnessed an old man with his ball sack hanging out, but yet the thought of someone picking a booger is going to push you over the edge. I don't get it. Yeah, well, I'm a complicated person. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm a conundrum. I don't think that means what you think it means. Hey, you know what? Whatever you want to put up your butt, that's your business. <laughs> that is definitely going at the beginning of the show. <laughs> There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content. So this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And now back to the show. It's time for the, our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Mm-hmm. I know you may think you have had your fill already, but um, hopefully you can make room for just one more small story. Snatch NATO.
you and I discussed before we started recording, allergies have been quite bad this week. And okay. so on the way to work the other morning, on my morning commute, I don't know how to explain this, but after you've had children, and sometimes when your children were large and you were not, um, things get moved around and they don't sit the way they should. And right. so I was driving and I was in stop and go traffic. So it's not like I could, you know, brace myself, but I wound up sneezing in my car. Mm. And when I sneezed, I squirted out a little bit of pee. Oh, shoot. And I was literally like two blocks from my office and I had a little sundress on. And oh, so I was dear. like, oh, God. So on the passenger seat, there was a napkin. So I grabbed it and I shoved <laughs> it in my underwear because <laughs> I was trying to like, you know, Stop. Mop up. Right. But what I didn't realize until after I put it in my underwear is it was the napkin I had my raisin toast in. <laughs> oh, God. So oh, I no. Got, so I got crumbs all in my underwear. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then... But the problem was is that it's not like they were just dry crumbs because it was moist in the area. <laughs> Soggy biscuit. So I, I like made breadcrumbs in my panties. And so oh, I Paula. tried to like jostle, flick out the crotch of my panties, but it wasn't working. And so oh, I excused no. myself to the bathroom as soon as I got to work to, you know, dust off my vagina area and get the raisin bread well. crumbs. So, anyways, I felt like I had crumbs in my crack all day. Sand in the peaches. That is hilarious. I know. So That's it a was, good one. I was actually even laughing at myself. I couldn't believe it. I was like, Walla, why do you do dumb things? That's what I said to myself. Okay, so mine uh, did occur during the doctor visit. So, I'm I'm in the stirrups and I'm, I'm laying down. And here's the part, you know, usually you have a nurse in the room just to ensure that things go smoothly. Yeah. You know, they always have a female. Pervert or something. Exactly. So she's standing kind of to like by my shoulder area. Well, at some point I did rip the shirt. And so I'm, (laughs) my tits are hanging out. (laughs) How violent of an exam was this? Are you sure it wasn't a porn? Well, let me tell you, I have felt less nude and vulnerable during sex. It was very uncomfortable. So my, my legs are in the stirrups and she's like, you know, you're going to scoot down some more, scoot down some more. I'm like, I'm going. All right. I'm going. And so I scooch (laughs) my ass all the way to the edge of that stupid table. your butt cheek on the heat lamp. It was quite warm, but no, I didn't. And so then she's standing kind of to my shoulder. And what I realized, I'm like, why are my tits hanging out? Like, what is going on? So I looked down, I'm like, oh, it's ripped. It ripped. Somehow I ripped the stupid thing. And so I'm covering with one hand, I'm covering. He, so he was very kind. He, they have warmed the uh, vice thing that they use to, you know. I don't know, whatever they call those things. What do they call it? Speculum? The speculum. Yeah. He's warmed it. And I'm like, oh, that's really nice. He goes, well, it's the least I could do. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yes, do you have any wine, the very least. Music? So I'm already compromised because my vest, shirt, whatever thing covering is now ripped apart. And now also the blanket had ripped because I had squeezed, you know, I'd pulled so tight on it now. So it's like I've got pants with no crotch. 
And now I have this one-armed paper thing going. You know, the doctor went home that night and told his wife, I don't know what it was, but this one female (laughs) patient was like throwing herself at me. She kept exposing her parts. It got very uncomfortable. I had to call the nurse into the room during the pelvic exam. Thank God she took (laughs) off that necklace. So anyway, um, so I'm laying there. I'm already consumed with trying to cover myself so that this poor nurse doesn't think that I'm, you know, very free with my body. I think you're a naked patient. God forbid. So, so then this was the awkward part. I was so tense that he couldn't put the thing in. So <clears throat> he he's, you know, trying to insert the speculum into my area. And he goes, you know... <clears throat> You're going to have to relax because I'm going to scrape and you're going to bleed if you Ow! don't unclench. And I said, I am relaxed. He's like, well, you're going to have to relax a little bit more. So I'm like, all right. So he couldn't even do the exam. I was just so overwhelmed with the fact that I was nude. <laughs> so I was trying to cover myself that I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, he did do it eventually, but I'm just saying. Well, I mean, my. God. So I relax and, you know, what was done was done. I'd be like, if you do any kind of damage, who's the doctor here? And, you know, what was funny is that he had to double check the chart because he's like, how old are you? And I told him, he said, man, I thought you were younger than that based on, you know, how the physical went. And I said, oh, well, that's that's cool. Is Daryl still there? Is he he with us? Hello. Hello, Daryl. Well, if he is. Oh, he is. (laughs) He's there. So, yeah, that was my awkward moment. I mean, there were several comedy of errors, but I just I was so grateful and I felt like it was chaos the whole time. And I was just so grateful that they finally left me alone. And I just I ripped it all off and threw it away immediately and got dressed because I thought that was just a nightmare. Do you ever like clean up the room when you leave? Like you like straighten up the pillow and. No, you know what? I was just so grateful to be said and done. And, you know, he did, you know, the, you know, they do the breast exam and all of that. And I was really nervous he was going to find something and he didn't. And I was so glad. And then he goes, okay, now it's time for you've got to go get your mammogram done. I mean, I don't have to do it till like today, but I have to get one done. And I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, no problem. And I don't know. I'm kind of not looking forward to it, but well, I mean, just get know. it, get it out of the way. I mean, obviously, they don't think there's a concern. But... No, they hey, don't. Wait it's a, a baseline. What? Who won? Don't try and you know oh I did. oh you totally won. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't sh- oh don't, yeah. Don't what's the snub me of my moment. Well, I don't know, uh, producer Deb. Who do you think won this week? Well, the raisin crotch story is pretty funny. It actually. is funny. Yeah. However, I... however, oh god, the rules by which you have been going usually the person who involves someone else in their awkward moment. Uh, no, is the winner. But if we're, but if we're not going with that, I think doctors are are. Uh, an exclusion. An exception, yeah. Doctors are an exception because they see it all. Everything is an awkward moment? Pretty much. That whole, that whole visit was an awkward moment. Well, I mean, it just sounds, you know, you're just like, there was just so much chaos. And I'm like, I think the only chaos was probably going on in your own head. <laughs> Even when we, you know, because I'm waiting out front for you. <laughs> Right. And then and then when they call me back, you're basically finishing. And so you're you're coming out and we see each other all. Sup. Yeah. <laughs> was, your, just... was her hair all mangled? And, you know, she had like, I look like no I'd lipstick been on, like you had the make out look. <laughs> My lipstick was smudged. Gosh, no. Jamie, it's like you going to the doctor. is like your own personal fight club. <laughs> You know, like you're fighting so with true. yourself and you're exhausted. And- I really wa- And, you know, it's taken me until like almost today to recover from well, that. What would be it funny is ridiculous. if you come out, you're like, oh, my God, that was terrible. I'm like, what are you talking about? The doctor hasn't even been in yet. 
That's like a nightmare. It's a horrible movie. God, I don't want to see that one. And, and this this anxiety really started like a month ago. <laughs> well, yes and no. I mean, I it, mean slowly, but, but I was there were just, little tidbits when you would think of it. I was convinced that I had something wrong with me. Why? And I don't know. What signs point to you actually having something wrong? Other than your own psychosis. My boob was hurting a little. And so I was sure there was something in there. I was afraid to even check. Well, what, what, I thought, would I'll you just have let a the pimple on it? it? No. Uh, it's been hot. Stop it. Stop giving me crap. I'm fine. I'm healthy now. All is well. I have the blood pressure of a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> what was that? All right. Enough doctor crap. Wrap this shit up. <laughs> Okay. Let's get on with Father's Day. Oh, People need to stop this so that they can get on with their major hey, you know holiday. What? They are at. They're going to be sitting there listening, going, "This, this is a very unusual Father's Day episode. This is all about gynecological exams." <laughs> yes. Yeah, and exactly. I didn't know Jamie was Jim Gaffigan. No, this is so strange. <laughs> Hot pockets. <laughs> Kelly and Day pockets. <laughs> it is somewhat ironic that the Father's Day episode ends up being all about uh, uh, boobs. I know. Well, well, welcome to the ugly truth. Actually, happy Father's Day. <laughs> happy Father's Day. <laughs> That's a pretty good effing Father's Day, if I say so myself. Right? All right. Anyway, happy Father's Day, and we hope you've all enjoyed the discussion of the female anatomy from... T- Stem to stern. Yes. Hey, can I can I get like twenty seconds Please. before you guys wrap it up? Yes. Because I, I obviously not being on the show very often, I need to take this opportunity to tell people about something new that I spent a lot of time on that you guys still haven't told anybody about. Okay, you've just wasted your ten seconds. You've got ten more. Uh, I can add all I want. I can record <laughs> later. <laughs> Do you want a backbeat? so for those of you listening if you didn't notice the way around this ug thing is to just wait them out really because (laughs) it's just you have to have patience and so what you guys are going on with 17 years now just a little patience Patience. all right so hey listen we've got a brand new ugly truth app on Mm. both android (laughs) and iphone and you can download it today, and it is a three ninety nine charge. But we're going to be putting lots of bonus content and cutting exclusive room cutting room floor stuff uh, and things like that. So we know you have lots of ways to listen to the show, and you certainly don't have to do this. But it is a very cool kind of way to listen and support the show at the same time. We get a little bit of change out of it, but maybe more importantly, that's where we're going to start putting a lot of the uh, the, the cutting room floor stuff. And you know, there's probably about I don't know forty five minutes worth on this show. Well, at least all of my parts. Anyway, uh, so that uh, it should be pretty cool. So on the iPhone, you download an app called the Podcast Box. It's a free app. And then from it, within that, you can download The Ugly Truth. And then on uh, Amazon, uh, which is where you get the Droid app, you just mm-hmm. go to Amazon's store under apps and uh, look up Ugly Truth and download it from there. And uh, we think it looks pretty great. And you just got to try it out. It was yeah. quick and easy. And that's how I, I think we all listen to the show on our app. It is occasionally make like little videos or funny pictures or something like that and i'm like oh i'm gonna save this for the app so Mm -hmm. i kind of like have a little repertoire of things ready to go on there so yeah and that that's what we'll do the video pictures all that kind of stuff when when we start doing some of the that that stuff that's where it'll live and so definitely invite you to uh download that and check it out but we'll remind you audio is always going to be free so you're actually just purchasing the app 
That's what you're purchasing. Right, and, and we'll put extra stuff on there that, that's, you know, you can always get the show for free. That's never going to be it. But some of the uh, more unique stuff or little, you know, mini episodes or whatever we kind of put on there that's kind of random, uh, that's the intent there. But the show itself will always be free. Yes. Definitely check out the app. At least, you know, if you feel like you have some extra, you know, $4 lying around, check it out. And it is and it is a one-time thing too. It's not like a subscription no. or anything like that. It is just buy the app for 3.99 and you're done. $4 and we're all yours. So yeah, check out the app. Um thank you everyone for keep shopping the Amazon store via our Ugly Truth Ugly Mall link and then also um our Avon shoppers. We appreciate you as well. So yes. keep on keeping on. And then again, thank you producer Deb for joining us this week. It was a little bit harsher than usual, but Always fun, nevertheless. At least I what think do you it was ex- fun. Well, I don't know what you would expect from someone who lies in the weeds. This conversation is circled. <laughs> Meeting, <laughs> Meeting adjourned. adjourned. Meeting adjourned. Have a fabulous week, everyone. Happy Father's Day. Happy and we'll- Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Aw, <laughs> oh, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry. We'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with the Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.